dragon on your head. It's keeping my head warm. We haven't even started drinking for New Year's Eve. <laughs> and you have a dragon on your head. A dragon on a beanie. It's my rice dragon. It keeps things warm. Rice dragon sounds like something that would hoard sushi in ancient Japan. Why not? <laughs> Wait, that makes me a rice dragon. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> sushi order. Welcome to the Nano Gang 2021, brought to you in January 2022. My name is Jay Daniel Sawyer. And I'm Kitty Nikian, the Rice Dragon. And we will be joined in a couple of days by Gail Carriger, and it's just going to be a small crowd this year because we're doing it in a non-standard time and everybody else was busy, but that's okay. Um, we decided to go ahead and kick off the new year and do this. Uh, Gail's going to be joining us a few days every week, and Kitty and I decided to go ahead and fill in the days when she's not here with just the two of us. I am going to be writing fiction for the first time in a year, uh, because I have been writing so much nonfiction, and there were like three house moves this year. <laughs> it was supposed to be one, but... It was interrupted in several points, so it turned into three smaller ones that weren't all that small, but anyway, yeah. so I've got to get back on the horse, and I've decided to do it by working on a kind of book that I've never done before, which will be interesting, but it is fiction. Is it romance? No, it's not romance. I don't know if there will even be any romance in it yet or not. Okay. And you have decided to do something unusual for this month. I'm going to not write. Amazing. I've never known you to do that before. <laughs> Explain yeah. yourself. Well, um, as the business manager, producer... You're the publisher and the marketing publisher. director. Yes. Publisher. As the publisher and uh, marketing dragon. <laughs> You've got dragons on the brain. They're I did. To... Uh, you, okay, yeah, you did. <clears throat> oh boy, when we go up to our New Year's Eve party in a few minutes, it's going to be crazy. Anyway. Um, I, I'm going to change all of my business cards to say things like marketing dragon, publishing dragon. I'm just going to have append dragon to everything on it. Clerical dragon. <laughs> It'll be an improvement from some of the things you've appended to everything before. <laughs> Publishing uh, bud. <laughs> oh, God, don't bring the butts back. Please, back on topic. People are listening and going, what the fuck are we doing here? Why did we tune in for this? At least we know we're not the craziest people on the planet. Dan and Kitty are here to hold up the crazy end of the spectrum so we can feel normal. Okay, so since you're the publishing... Uh, Dragon. Publisher, since you're the publishing <laughs> dragon, you have decided to do... I'm going to be doing um, real, uh, basically a really intense business marketing publishing month. Cool. So how are we going... To, uh, Gail and I are going to be measuring our progress by word count and all the usual metrics. How are you going to be measuring your progress? Um, since I can't really break this down into words or things, I'm just breaking them down into tasks. I have um, about four editing tasks, um, 16 cover tasks, cover art tasks. Some of them are original cover art and some of them are reformats and, um, redesigns or renamings. 
um, about 12 compliance tasks and uh, somewhere between 10 and 15 marketing tasks. Okay. So you're going to jump in and tell us how many tasks you've knocked out every day? Yeah. Cool. Excellent. So we will uh, put a leaderboard. uh, On the leaderboard, it'll be uh, Gail and I with our word counts and you with um, X number of tasks slash the number in that category. Right. And so we'll be able to see how much progress you're making that way. Now, for those of you who want to join us, we do have forums again this year, and hopefully these will be more spam-proof and they'll become permanent. We shall see. You can get to them. uh, In order to protect from spam, we're not linking to them from the website. We'll we'll do a a link that is not hot-linked and not properly formatted, so you can get there and, like, copy and paste and remove some spaces. Mm -hmm. But basically to get there, you need to go to everydaynovelist.com slash edn dash forums. Um, If you just go to forums, it'll take you to last year's forums, which don't work anymore and are full of spam. Um, And not the delicious kind. Right. So everydaynovelist.com. Spam is not delicious. Yes, it is. Only to weirdos like you who come from Hawaii. Yes, Spam Dragon. You guys don't know what meat is. You think it's something that comes in cans. You're like, we we know what fish is, but meat is a strange foreign substance brought to us by the GI people who had cans. I blame the Jones Act. Uh, Yeah, it's (laughs) probably a good thing to blame. Okay, so everydaynovelist.com slash edn dash forum. Trixie, I'm trying to give a URL. Stop growling, please everydaynovelist.com slash edn dash forums and when you get there go to the top post the sticky post in the only forum that I've put up there and it will give you instructions on how to register so that you can post and um, I'll be adding a couple more forums over the course of the month so that we can have some uh, discreet discussions and whatnot but once you register you'll be able to post topics and, and we I can... believe we will also be including the Bradbury challenge right on the forums but right. that's not related to nano gang right so um, we were gonna start this in January but I think we're gonna start it in February Kitty and I are gonna start doing the second half of the Bradbury challenge this year so we will have a Bradbury challenge forum so that we can all share around our um, essay reading and other stuff like that so that should be fun and um maybe that'll be for member for members only and the regular forums will just be for everybody but we'll see um i'm trying to be a more sensible business person and not give everything away so we'll we'll find out we'll keep you guys in a loop but that should be quite enough for right now um Stay tuned. We I'll follow this up with uh, one of the questions that we've gotten from you guys, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Woo-hoo. Today, an old voice rejoins our wondrous chorus of listeners who have opinions. Today, Simon says... I've done my usual stop listening for a while and then start binging again. Welcome back. Seems to be related to the weirdness of COVID life. And just listened to your talking on Star Wars, Doctor Who, and DC. Well, hey, it's not just the weirdness of COVID life. That's actually how we record them, so it seems only fair that some people listen to them that way. <laughs> that, that's how I do television in general, um, which makes 
things like Amazon and Hulu and Netflix original productions wonderful for me because binging a series in two nights is how I watch television. So it's made for me. It can be long nights. Sometimes, (laughs) yes. Um, Back to the question, or feedback. One thing I'd throw in on the DC part was their terrible spoiler-laden trailer for Batman vs. Superman. Quite apart from the fact that it's an awful film, what is the point of most of the movie-building suspense around who is this strange woman when the trailer makes it clear that it's Wonder Woman? I'll I'll add to that, I, I think... Um, the art of trailers over the last five or ten years has really, really gone downhill. Oh, God, has it ever. TV trailers are giving away everything that happens in the season. Movie trailers give away the best punchlines, and it's kind of almost a cliche now that the trailer has the best jokes in the film. Yeah, what a trailer should do is leave you curious. It should raise questions that the story will then answer. And a bad trailer either raises questions that the story doesn't answer, or it gives you all the answers and ignores the whole phenomenon of questions. (laughs) Back to the feedback. Your comments on the latest Doctor Who and Star Wars disrespecting and destroying what came before made me understand why I stopped watching both partway through, despite being a massive Doctor Who and Star Wars fan for nearly half a century now. They just don't feel right, and I don't really care about the characters that much. I stopped the last Star Wars film halfway through, and months later, I have no desire to watch the rest. You got farther than I did. I I checked out after The Last Jedi, though I did did go back and watch Rogue One as a favor to a friend, and it was possibly the worst viewing experience of my life. It was really, really bad. I, I can't even remember the film. I, I blocked it out of my memory. I was we, we, we I sat t- but five minutes into it we were like, Oh, this is this is not good. This <laughs> And it, and we, we kept hoping it would get better and it didn't. It it kept not working. Aggressively not working. Mm-hmm. Like hit I'm, you with a fish. I mean not to working. be fair, it actually tried to be a good film, which is not something any of the uh of, official uh Skywalker canon films mm-hmm. did. But the newer ones. Oh, that's a tragedy. I mean, Isaac, um, Oscar Isaac and John Boyega and uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver are all amazing actors. And they were completely wasted. It seems to me that um, 100% of my reaction to modern films lately is the casting was fantastic the production value was beautiful, the soundtrack was amazing, and the writing was awful. Yeah. I mean, writers are... Forgive me if this offends or shocks any of you. Writers who work in the studio environment or who work for hire are supposed to be good whores. And a good whore gives good value for money. And a bad whore shows up and lies there. And these... (laughs) Writers are bad whores. Oh. And we need to reclaim the dignity of the prostitute in the writer's room. And it is dignity. It is one of the it is one of the oldest professions in human history. It may go back before the advent of humanity if uh, behavioral experiments with monkeys are to be believed. And it provides value to the community. 
at least in cultures that have a space for it. And, and writers are the second oldest. And writers are storytellers are the second oldest. And there's a reason that artists of various sorts have been lumped together with horrors as a social class throughout history because artists and sex workers work at the edge of polite society and they represent a vital force that keeps society alive but that is dangerous to it as well. So we're supposed to be marginalized, historically speaking, and in trying to be respectable we stop being good whores and we start being shills. And mm. used car salesmen and other shills are the lowest form of commercial life. I, I can't say anything against that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Back to the feedback. Okay. It strikes me that there's really good lessons for writers here. I'm on to book eight of my main series, and from congratulations. Book, and from book seven onwards, there's a big time gap and different characters. Instinctively, I think I've tried to keep it true to the early stories in terms of universe rules, and now I understand more about why that's so important. I mean, if you can destroy something massive by flying into it at light speed, then why not use the Allied fleets to do that and destroy both Death Stars? In fact... You'd only need one one ship to do it, too. Mm. In fact, why doesn't space combat consist of small but massive, barely light speed capable ships piloted by droids being launched through every large ship on the through every large ship or station? Which it absolutely should. And frankly, in the real world, that's how space combat's going to work. It's going to be all kinetics, mm. and it's going to be one of the most interesting geopolitical thorny issues once uh, space gets colonized, because any ship that has the capability of making or breaking orbit has the capability of taking out a city. It's going to be fascinating and frightening and amazing. By the way, for more of that kind of stuff, check out Isaac Arthur's YouTube channel. He is brilliant. Oh, yeah, that guy's great. Uh, SFIA, I think it is, Science Fiction According to Isaac Arthur. Or Science Futures is what it Anyways, is. Anyways, loving, loving being back with you both. Trains and dogs welcome as well. Well, fortunately, there are no trains out here, but the dog is always with us. And uh, we're glad to have you back, too, Simon. It's good to hear from you. Congratulations on book eight, and thank you for the fantastic note. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>